Good morning, folks. Rick here. How are we doing this fine and glorious? What is it? May 17th. How's everybody doing today? Really, not all at once. <laughs> good morning, Rick. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Yes, I know you guys. I, I, I usually mute you, but not until I say good morning to you. <laughs> good morning, Rick. It's pay your taxes day. Yes, good morning. That's right. That's right. It's been extended till now. I said, there's another first since I've been uh, an independent contractor. Uh, you have till May you know, uh, 17th to pay your taxes, which is an uh, extension, of course. What was it last year? Didn't they, give you, didn't they give, us, give us more time last year, too? It was crazy, too. Anyway, all right, hold on one second here. Okay, I've muted you, but I want you to unmute yourself and ask me questions, star six. It just it makes the recording a lot better if we do it like this. So don't be afraid to hit star six to ask me questions because I want to talk about uh, three things today, okay? In this crazy market, it's just me today. I don't ever interview. All right, so the first thing is, um, you know, obviously there are some changes in this market, okay? Definitely some changes in this market. And if you want to disagree with me, unmute yourself now because it's crazy. You know, like Eric on my last call just said, you know, geez, seven months ago, if you told somebody they had to offer thirty, forty thousand over asking, they'd ask you what you're smoking. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good. That, that's and then now you're only halfway there on some properties. You know, I've heard of properties selling for I, the highest one I've heard of so far is one sold for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It was a one point seven sold for, you know, two point two and change. It was like four hundred something thousand over asking. That's the highest one I've heard of so far. Uh, but I've heard of, you know, in, in that high, high end, and the person paid cash. Remember where these people are coming from, folks, especially, you know, California, you, you're getting, um, you know, people come from everywhere like normal, but you also have more people leaving than normal, which is great for your market, really, okay? Uh, Arizona is like the number two destination on the planet right now. I think Vegas is number six, but that'll pick up a little bit, I believe, now that the casinos are back open and, Oh, I went into my gym for the third day in a row today, and, uh, you know, only about 10% of the people were wearing masks. In Vegas, they've taken that down, too, which is nice, if, especially if you're vaccinated. Like, it always cracks me up. It's like, I've been vaccinated, so, but you still have to wear a mask. Okay, then why did I get vaccinated? <laughs> Explain that to me, please. Anyway, I know they just following the rules. I get it. All right, so I'm really glad that this uh, pandemic thing is starting to show signs of we're at the end of the tunnel. All right, so, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, there are some things that are consistent, whether the market is sideways, upside down, awesome, horrific, wonderful. This, I would call this market uh, uncharted territory is what I would call it. Okay, it's not crazy, it's just different. It's, uh, if, it, if it's any crazy, it's crazy good, especially with appreciation. If you own property, you're like, yeah, uh, so, you know, it's a great market. But you still have to have a goal. That's my first point for today. You have to have a goal. You can't, you know, people, I think, are, because of the activity and the hecticness, they're abandoning their goals, you know, and because when you have a goal, now, now goal to me means I'm going to close X amount of deals this year. Well, to me, it means a number of things. I'm going to close X amount of deals. I'm going to make X amount of money. 
I'm going to get my health like this. I'm going to get my mindset like that. I'm going to get my relationships like this. I'm going to get my spirituality like this. That's what it means to me. Those are my five areas. Okay? So I hope you have a goal in each one of those five areas. And you've got to remind yourself what they are all the time. Because just by doing that, you start acting differently at an unconscious level. And if you don't believe that, there's a book out there called That Power of Habit. Okay? There's also a book out there called Success is a Verb. Shameless plug, yes. But, um, you know, to me, the person that tried to complicate this at first and try to do everything my own way, and then I figured out, "Mm, I didn't know as much as I thought I did. Remember, I started at 19. Ask any 19-year-old, they already know everything. They come pre-trained. It's amazing, but they don't realize they're going to make every mistake possible unless they learn from other people. Okay, so you have to have a goal in each of the categories of your life that are important, and you've got to remind yourself in the affirmative. I sell 50 homes a year. I make this much money. Okay? I have tremendous relationships with blah, blah, blah. I'm a tremendous father, a spouse, whatever it is. Keep telling yourself that stuff. People go, it can't be that simple. Okay, do it. And when it doesn't work, let me know. But if you do it long enough, it will work, is my point. Okay? So you have to have a goal, and you have to remind yourself of the goal and the benefits of achieving it mentally. You don't have to brag to people. As a matter of fact, I recommend you don't do that, I, except you talk with your people that will support you, your manager, me, if you're in my coaching, other people in your office that will support you. You know, Don't talk to the person you know who's going to try to shoot holes in your goal, okay, because uh, you know, that's not good for you mentally. It's not. As a matter of fact, I would try to eliminate, other than being cordial with those people in my life. I just don't. Why would you have someone in your life who doesn't want to support you? I mean, don't you want to support other people? Winners want everybody to win. Losers win at, at a person's expense. Okay, that's a, and I learned that years ago, that's, and that's a fact. And you can see, you know exactly who I'm talking about in your life when I say that. So the people that want to win at your expense, why would you ever want them in your life? I mean, be, be nice, be respectful to people, but you don't have to hang out or especially share your goals. Here, uh, here's my goal. Now shoot, a hole, shoot holes in it for me. Unless, of course, you're starting to wane on your goal. Remember, you know, and I go back to my conversation with Wayne Dyer when he he spoke at one of our events years ago. He said, Rick, if you hold in your mind what your goal is, the universe will conspire to help you. I always remembered that. I still remember that. I can see him saying it to me. The universe will conspire. Now, at the time, I was, I don't know, 30-something, like young 30, and and I remember because it was at an event before my ferry event the weekend before, and he was speaking at a mastermind, mastermind event, uh, you know, group. And I had never heard that term before. As a matter of fact, I had only writ, read one book by Wayne Dyers. I think it was called Erroneous Zones. Okay? Now I've read everything from him since then. My favorite book is Manifest Your Destiny, which talks a lot about the spiritual part of what we're talking about here. There's the physical part, there's the spiritual part, there's the emotional part. Your mind is something you can program. It really is. And as, you, as your mind believes it, it starts creating, okay, a different way of looking at things. Here's another Wayne Dyer saying, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I, that is so true, it's ridiculously awesome how true that is. So you, you are programming yourself Every way possible, I would do it through affirmations. I would do it through visualization. I would do it through meditation. 
okay, and, uh, and, and your self-talk is very important. Why would you, if you have negative self-talk, you're just being lazy. That's my opinion. From a person who's had it, you're deselling yourself on doing things. That's just lazy. Well, I can't do that because, uh, and then whatever comes out after that is just a lie that you've told yourself that you actually believe now. You can do anything you want to do if you want to. Okay, uh, you know, within reason. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I couldn't play soccer for a professional team because I'm older now and slower. You know, and I don't have a soccer body. All right? So, I mean, that's, that's something I can't do, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't fit in there. You know, can I sell 75, 100 homes a year if I go back in real estate? Sure can. Can I do this? Can you? Yeah, I can do that. Can I get my golf handicap lower? I can do that. <laughs> I hope. No, I can't. I can do that. Right? So all those things are absolutely things you can do, but you have to have the goal first. Does anybody have any questions about that? Hit star six so I can hear you. It doesn't matter if the market is mostly buyers, mostly sellers, in between. Like I love when people tell me there's no listings. That's such a crock. That's you telling yourself, well, I'm not going to prospect because there's no listing. There's plenty of listings. They're just selling fast. There's more listings that have come on the home in all of our markets, more listings that have come on the market this year, this time, than last year, this time. Just that they're not staying on the market. So when you say there's no listings, not true, plenty of listings. They just sell fast. You may not get a chance to show them. And if you're frustrated by this market, it means you're just working with all buyers and not prospecting for sellers at all or taking listings. Okay, so every, everything is a mirror opportunity. You know what I mean by that? Look in the mirror. If it's not going the way you want to go, the only person that you can blame is you because the world isn't going to change. The world is the world, and you have to accept. Acceptance is a wonderful thing. What does that saying go? You know, what you lack in style, you make up in denial. <laughs> I love that saying. Uh, it's so true, though. You know, you, you know, you just tell yourself a lie, but it's not good if the lie is negative. All right, so have a goal, and folk, you don't have to obsess over it. Remind yourself a couple times a day, especially first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to bed, and maybe once at lunch. Other than that, you don't have to obsess over it. You just got to remind yourself what it is in the, in the affirmative, okay? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I would tell you, I would say about 65% of my coaching calls are, like this morning, okay, Andrew Kozlowski, Rookie of the Year from Nevada, he's, he's in my coaching. He said, this is the best market ever. All right, because if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, this is the best market ever. If you're confident about it, now, if you're working with buyers and you're not telling them what they need to do and you're losing properties, you hate this market. But it's a great market. And, and, this, and even when the market's in the tank, it's a great market if you're being honest with people and you know what to do. It, houses are always selling. Somebody's always buying them. Somebody's always selling them. The reasons just change. Okay, so it doesn't go down, indifferent, upside down, backwards. doesn't matter. You can, it is an opportunity in every market. Any questions about your goals? Anybody? Don't be shy. Hit star six, and I can hear you. Star six. All right, I'm going to move on then. So that's my, that's my first point. My second one is process. And you heard Mark talk a lot about this. This is definitely a process market. Life is a process. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're going to succeed in life, it's a process. If you're not going to succeed in life, it's a process. Okay. Everybody 
no matter where you are, has been through a process. The question is, what's your process? Is your process consistent with achieving the goal that you have or not? You know, people ask me, would you still follow your schedule, appointments in the afternoon, processing in the morning? I would definitely, I would say it's even more important now. What about the lead sources? I go, they're the same. They haven't changed. Expired, new, old, for sale by owners, even make me moves on Zillow and all that. Call them all. All right? Uh, you know, uh, your sphere is a very important one right now. People tell me, you know, people tell me that, you know, people have less loyalty in this market. Well, duh. You know, I don't know if you ski or ride, if you're a skier or a snowboarder, but there's a saying that goes like this. There's no friends on a powder day. You know, so snow, <laughs> snows four inches, you know, or tw- even better, 12 inches. I've been in Mammoth one night with snow, snow two feet overnight. Okay, that's crazy, right? But, you know, um, there's no friend, meaning that no one's going to wait for you to make first tracks in the morning, okay? Everybody wants to be first on the lift, and make the first treks on unskied area. It's the most invigorating experience ever, especially on a, on a day after a snowstorm. It's sunny, it's beautiful, it's crisp, and there's no tracks in front of you. It's pretty crazy, actually. All right, now, that's this type of market, meaning that you're always going to, when is this crazy and my property is appreciating and they think they don't need you? Of course. I mean, it's human nature. All right, can you guys hear me? I was bumped off. Somebody just unmute themselves and tell me you can hear me so I can keep going. Star six, and I can hear you. Yes, we can hear you, Rick. Loud and clear. All right, I did disappear for like 30 seconds, though, didn't I? Yep. (laughs) Did you hear me swear after that? (laughs) I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. Well, thank you, I appreciate that. Okay, good, I'm glad you can hear me. Yeah, it's the second time this has happened in the last couple months where it bounces me off. But fortunately, it hasn't happened when I'm interviewing somebody. It's only been when it's me talking. So maybe that's a sign. I won't take it personally. All right. Well, I appreciate you, too, who unmuted yourself. Um, okay. So, um, you know, this is a, it's, it's, it's a process market, meaning that um, if wherever you are in your life is because of the process you have followed. If you want to end up somewhere different, you've got to just change the process. I know in real estate – you know, you know, and when I was getting to my schedule, you know, um, would I work with buyers in the in the morning? Of course I would, but only if I had to. Rick, can you show us the house at ten? Mm, I got an appointment at ten, but I can show you at one. Right now, there are sometimes you're going to want to break that rule because if something comes on the market, your buyers need to be ready to go see it immediately. So I would break my rules. I would try to get my prospecting in as much as possible. But if I had a hot buyer or two and I had to break my rules every now and then to sell them something, I would do that. But I still, I wouldn't go two days without prospecting, no. I'd make that sale, come back to my office, and finish my prospect. It's not rocket science, folks. It's really, okay, 
everybody explains to me how hard this is. It's really not that hard. Hard is selling yourself short on your goals. Hard is explaining why you can't achieve them. Okay? You know, going out and selling a property and getting it negotiated and then making a few more calls to old expires or your sphere. I mean, it's, it's really not that hard. I remember when cell phones first came out, people couldn't wait to use their phone. Oh, my God, this is so awesome. Right? Now you get paid to use your phone. You're like, eh, eh I'm going to go on TikTok for a while or space out on Instagram or whatever. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things. You should. You should have, but everything needs to have a time block. The process requires a massive time block schedule. Okay? So does that mean that I still need to make X amount of contacts per day? Yep. I'm not going to go over that again because I go over that enough, but you need to talk to X amount of people a day within the five lead sources, you know, your sphere, expires, for sale by owners, just listed, just sold, or call it farming, and um, social media. Especially today, California, you can go door knocking now. Woo! Okay? I mean, the... the uh, you know, the, the open house ban and the door knocking ban has been lifted. Oh, that was a hallelujah moment there, right? I, mean, I just, somebody in my um, coaching call this morning, Omar, is like, I can go door knocking. So exciting. You can. All right. And then he asked me, what do you think my response is going to be? I go, excellent. You know, in Arizona and Nevada where they, where they stopped for a while, when people went back out, they were like, oh, this is so nice. You're out here. Now, you're going to get a person every now and then who answers the door with their mask on or whatever. Just respect that and go to the next place. Just knock on the door. Take a few steps back. Have your mask on your chin. If they have one on, pull it up. You know, that's everything. Even though the CDC has said, outside, fully vaccinated, you don't need it. But I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to sell real estate. Okay, so if people are freaky about it, okay, then don't uh, make them feel uncomfortable. All right? So the process, so like, once again, Deepak Chopra, the process guarantees the outcome. He's not the only one who said that, but he's the first person I heard say that. The process guarantees, that's how confident you have to be about your process. That means good days, bad days, just like your mindset, the one before, having a goal. Your mindset is good days, bad days. You are steadfast mentally about your goal, and to the best of your ability, you are steadfast to the process to achieve it. Anybody in life who's successful does those two things. It's not luck. There's no overnight successes. Okay, they're just really good at being somewhat, I would call it, di diligent on the way to obsessed about, them, about mentally what needs to be done and physically what needs to be done. Okay, successful people have that extra gear when it comes to these two areas. Everyone has access to another gear if you choose to take it. I work out with my son who just turned 17, all right, and he's lifting more weight than, I mean, and I've, that's, that's the concept I've introduced him to. We all have another gear if you choose to take it. Just when you think you can't do anymore, you can. Just when you think you can't make another call, you can. Just when you think you can't be more brutally honest with your buyers, you can. Now, I'm talking about being honest to help them, not being honest to be right. There's a difference. 
You know that friend you have that goes, well, I'm just being honest. That's just a way of throwing insults out so they can, and they disguise it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, okay, if you want to buy a home in today's market, okay, the last two homes with my buyers, here's what happened. We made an offer 40 offer, they did 40 over, they didn't accept it. They made an offer 50 over, they didn't accept it. And then we got to, you know, depending on the price range. And the, but whatever your situations are, share them with them. Okay? Share them with them. And uh, let them make a decision. Because some people may decide. I'm hearing it less and less, but what we have been hearing is, I'm going to wait for the market to tank and buy that. And my thinking is, we well, got three to five years, um, maybe more. We don't know. I mean, I don't think we're going to have 20% appreciation uh, forever. Of course, it can't be forever, but it could go on for a while. Interest rates are supposed to be low, and people are buying. And, you know, think about it. We have a supply and demand issue right now. Like never in, since I've been in the business, 2007 and eight, when the credit, depending on where you are, it could be even early, you know, late 2006, depending on where you are, um, you know, builders overbuilt like crazy the last two crashes. Didn't happen this time. Lending institutions and builders. and So now we literally have a shortage of homes. That's why they're going crazy. Okay? This, this group of people, this large group of people called millennials have all decided at one time that it's a good time to buy. Okay? And it is. And, and it started before the pandemic happened, but it's picked back up recently. And then you've got people that, you know, hey, since I'm going to be working out of my house forever now, or if I choose to, I want a casita. I want a big, I mean, there's all kinds of movement, people moving out of California, baby boomers that, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on and all kinds of reasons. That's what's making this the perfect storm real estate-wise. And the interest rates are incredible. It goes on and on. Okay. So you got to have a goal and you got to have a rock solid process. And then number three is you got to keep it simple. Okay, remember, um, you complicating everything is just a reason not to take action. Real estate, that's why I think I was pretty decent at it. Real estate is one of the most common sense businesses on the planet that people overcomplicate. Why, I have no idea. I can only, the only thing I think of is so they don't have to do anything. Everything has to be so complicated that nothing actually gets done. It's really... You have, okay, watch. You're with Berkshire Hathaway. You're the best brand on the planet. You're with Mark Stark Companies. Mark and Gordon have made it very easy now, okay, to have an incredible CRM. So you have all the tools and you have all the uh, marketing and everything you could possibly want. Now, your job is just to talk to people and fill that, you know, that database so people are getting stuff from Okay, it happened again. Can someone let me know you can hear me? <laughs> You're back online, Rick. All right, thanks, Murad. I appreciate it. That's twice in one. That's a record. It's in, here we go. That's a record. Another first. See that in the last year? What's, it, what's today? May, yeah, it's been a little over a year now since the, uh, for like almost 14 months. 
that I've I've probably said that's a first at least five or six times in a long time in real estate. Seriously. Well, that's okay. part so, what makes this call memorable. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yes, right. Because I get cut off and I get back on. It's not easy to get back on when you're recording it, by the way. I got to go through the whole process again with the code. Anyway, I'm not complaining. Stuff happens. And this is this is a perfect example. When stuff happens, you adjust to it. Keep going. You don't use it as a, oh, my God, I got cut off. This is a joke. I just got back on. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so there we go. So keep it simple. All right. Now, that just means don't overcomplicate this. Sis. I just went through the, the brand you have is incredible. And I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Here's a perfect example. Last week, um, Sharon Bender, our manager at our Temecula office, okay, in California, I spoke at her office meeting last week. So the day before, she says, I want you to speak about commission cutting. A lot of them are getting undercut. And I said, great. By what company? She gave me a company name, company name which I won't repeat because I can't remember anyway. <laughs> it was not memorable. And I said, okay. Here's the first thing I do when that happens with me. I run their numbers. And in California, you're, you can do it as an agent. In Nevada, in um, Arizona, you have to get your brokers to do it through broker metrics, which they can. So I, I, look at the, I look at the companies. Now, you might want to drop this down because this is really important. I, I look at the company's average list to sale price. Okay? This company was at 101.5. You think, Wow. 101.5, yeah, that's great. So then I asked Shannon, run your, run your branch. 107. 107, that's 5.5% better. So what's the company charging? You know, let, let's just use these numbers because I'm going I'm to do for all market. Let's say the company's charging four. They're keeping one and paying three or keeping one and a half and paying two and a half, whatever, okay? And we're doing it at six, keeping three, paying three. Now look at there's a 5.5% difference on average of every transaction. I'm charging 2% more. That means on average, you're still going to net 3.5% more. Everybody get that math? Pretty simple, right? All right, so that's what I would use. Now, I didn't know what the numbers would come out to be, but I always know that if you run our company versus the competition, you're going to find a discrepancy in our favor. Okay, so then, and, and that we didn't even have time. The next one I would have run is days on market. You're going to find a discrepancy there. Uh, expireds and withdrawns, you're going to find a discrepancy there. Okay, so that's what I use when I go over to their house. So now, now then, I, then I look at them and I go, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, so is your only goal to pay the smallest commission or would you rather net the most money? Because they don't go together. Which do you prefer? If you want to pay the smallest commission, list with them. If you want to net the most money, list with me. Does that make sense, everybody? Because a lot of you, what you do is, well, I'm really good, though, and I work really hard. You defend the statement. Don't defend the statement. Give them a reason. That's what an objection is. They need a reason. You just gave them one. And they look at you like, just like I could, I could hear, like I was speaking at her office meeting giving this. And I could see their facial expressions on the Zoom meeting. And I'm like, yep, that's the face the seller gives me when I give them that answer because they never even considered that. 
And if you're an agent, you've never considered that. Think about it. That's why when you go into an appointment, maybe you're not as sold as you need to be on getting top commission and top dollar for them. You're doing them a favor. That's my point. Anybody have any questions about that one? Or is your mind blown? Uh, Rick, uh, the quality of presentation actually will eliminate the uh, commission cutters. Yeah. No, I and agree. Also if if you, yeah. Sorry, if, if you pro- present and you present them with a 30, per 30 point of uh, plan of action, as an example, and ask them, okay, what the competition, what the, what's their plan of action, what they're going to do for 2%. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, Murad. When you're prospecting and you have a pipeline and you have a tremendous presentation like you, you very rarely even get that one. But a lot of people aren't talking to their their sellers or their sphere that much. So by the time they go on their appointments, a lot of times they got the call from somebody. So they don't have that relationship. You're right. When you have a consistent pipeline and you've created okay, the, um, you know, the, the relationship, your relationship is totally different with them or your appointment is totally different as well. Absolutely 100%. All right, cool. All right, any other questions? Thanks, Murad. Questions, comments, epiphanies. How about we cover one of those today? Any epiphanies? Any aha moments? All right, folks. Well, listen, we're right at time anyway. Keep it rocking. We'll do this again in exactly one week. You guys are the best. Enjoy this market. Take advantage of it. Do the things that are consistent with achieving a lot of transactions in this market. Thanks, folks.